Hello, welcome to the eighth episode of the Shmee and Stu podcast. I'm Shmeed. And I'm Stu, and it is nearly the end of this weird, confusing year. It's almost over. I mean, yes. are many of the issues that have become very prevalent in our lives yeah. uh, for the past year will most likely carry on a little bit longer into 2021. Yes, yeah, so we'll, we'll have a um, sequel. Yeah, it'll be... The wor- a, a, a very bad year, the sequel. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll so, reset, um, though. I, have, can, I, I can a, think it's a reset. I have a little bit of a question oh, for you. Oh, let's go. So, um, are you going to have a... Rev- not a revolution. A, 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 do you have any resolutions for next year? So, a changes, continuity, things like that. Do you want to know what's funny? When you said revolution, I didn't think of, like, the French Revolution kind of revolution. I thought of, like, a revolution. So, oh. a bag of revels um, causing a revolution. Um, yeah. A resolution. Um, yeah, it's a mine resolution. is resolution. Um, my New Year's resolution is I want to... I want to start getting a bit more active again because I used to play football and now I don't. I stopped at the start of sixth form mm. and I did play, play badminton with my dad for a bit and then it stopped because of COVID. You are so obviously, a pro. If it was um, Wii Sports Badminton, I would be a pro. Um, but, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where it's sort of been out of my... Out of, out of my depth, I can't have much control of it. Um, a little bit annoying, but that's that's the main focus of it. I think also just like stop snacking so much, which is a bit difficult after Christmas when I've literally got over Snacks. a kilogram yeah. of chocolate. It's is a bit out of hand. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it's still twenty twenty. I can just gorge the rest of that chocolate. Until well, you, you've got today the 31st. and then you've got today when the, re- the podcast being released and then that's it. Yeah, but from when we're recording this, then I've got a bit more time. But still, I'm going to be consuming like 400 grams of chocolate a day in order to finish it all, which is not good. <laughs> that's probably like my entire daily calorie allowance just in that, if not more. Um. Well, what about you then? What is your New Year's resolution? So, my resolution uh, part one, I have um, a multiple part plan. Mm-hmm. So, part one is to get more organised, as you know, because I'm not that organised uh, ever. Yes, yes. There's that all. That's just a general thing. So, <laughs> part two is I'm going to uh, save more of my money more often, because I do save money, but I don't do it often enough. I feel okay. so. I'm going to put more away, and um, part three might be to um, be do the random acts of kindness that people are saying about. I don't know. That might be fun. Oh, like one random act of kindness a day. Yeah, that might be fun. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Like go in the street and dance for an old lady, or uh, help an old uh, lady with shopping, that, or yeah. help an old lady cross the road. <laughs> The first situation might be a bit much, but the other two are perfectly fine. Um, What's wrong with the first one? 
Well, unless they agree to dance with you, I don't think you should randomly they just want, go up to What they want, like a street. gangster dance battle? Well, I mean, that, that's something else, though. If that is the instance, then you're going to have to do it, but... Yeah. You know, I'm sure you're a pro at that. Well, I, I could try. <laughs> how how good's your, um, your worm? How good is uh, that? I don't have worms, but anyway... Oh, no. the, oh! You mean the dance move? Yes. Oh, um, I I can't do the worm. I don't know why. What about one of those spins? I can, can you, do. Can I can do a floor spin. I could. Nice. I think I can do a floor spin, but I can't do the worm just because I, I just can't. I'm not mechanically that like mechanically manufactured in that way. How good is your um, John Travolta dance moves? The side to side thing. You good with what, that? You, you mean the cha-cha slide? Um, just any dance move, to be honest. Yeah, I can do the floss very badly. I oh, can. God. Oh, God. <laughs> Not what I'm referring to, but okay. I can do the dab. I can oh. do all those Fortnite dances that everyone's saying are cool. I don't even consider these dances. I can do the... Um... What about the YMCA? Can you do the the Y? Oh yeah, everyone um, can do that though. That is, I can. Do, oh right, the best one of the best dance moves is basing dances off of everyday actions. So you might do scanning the shopping at self at your self checkout, but obviously you can't do a dance for unidentified bagging item item in bagging. Yeah, steering the wheel. But you can put window so wipers. <laughs> so yeah, so you can do scanning the shopping. You can do. Uh, reaching up to the left and the right, doing putting the shopping away. You can Ooh. do like a uh, washing the dishes. You can doing the Hoover. You know? Yeah, very good moves. Very good moves. Um, well, today's shirt it is it is a special episode because we are recording on New Year's Eve. Well, we're not recording on New Year's Eve. We're releasing on New Year's Eve. Well, let's pretend we are. <laughs> well, we, 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 we'll just we'll keep it under the radar. I need time to edit, basically. I need time to edit. Uh, there's no way I can do this on the day. Because no. I, I release it dead in the morning anyway. I think I, I used to release at 7am for scheduling. Um, so that you'd be able to wake up and it'd be there. But I started doing it at like 2am. Just so that it'll be there if you wake up really early. Because I know you wake up at like 6 o'clock some days. Um... Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a New Year's special, which means we're gonna play a game. Do 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 do. We need some music. We need some of that like intro game show music. Shmeed I might try and make Schmop my own of games. Schmid's game show. Schmid's game yeah. show episode one, although it's episode eight. Um, no, I think we should go with Schmid Schmop instead of shop. <laughs> no. Schmid Schmop <laughs> of games. Schmid's game show. Just Schmid's game show. Okay, we'll go um, with that. Today we're playing um, Wikipedia Lies. That's what I've called it now. Um, it is kind of inspired from a game which is called Two of These People Are Lying. Um, and I watched it on a channel called Matt and Tom. You should go check them out on YouTube. Very good. I might as well tell you that because I've kind of stolen their idea a bit. Um, but they do it with four people. You have um, one host and then three other players who pick out a Wikipedia article, they get some basic knowledge on it, and then they put it, um, they put that name of the article on a bit of paper, fold it up, put it in a hat, the host picks it out, and um, the one person who knows about that Wikipedia article will talk about it. The other yeah. two have no idea what it's about, and they have to improvise what they think it is about, 
and they have to try to convince the host that their article is what is actually true about it. Um, Obviously, there's only two of us, so it's a little bit more difficult. So instead, what we're doing is we're changing the host round each time. So instead, what's going to happen is either me or you is going to pick out an article. And you'll go first we, because I'm new. I'll go first. Okay. I'm basically going to read you out some basics of my article. You can ask me a bunch of questions you want, and then I'll answer them to the best of my ability. And yes. I, I can either choose to tell the truth about that article, or I can just lie blatantly about that article or not. And okay. after we've finished the conversation about it, it's um, the host's final decision, so in the first round it'll be you, um, to basically say, am I bluffing or not? And if you guess correctly if i'm telling the truth or i'm bluffing then you'll get a point and the person with the most points at the end wins absolutely nothing you get bragging rights bragging rights yes you you win you get to hold the title of winning the first ever schmied game show yes schmied schmop it's not schmied schmop okay (laughs) why not it's no it is it's, it's copyrighted now okay Alright, are you ready? Yes. My first article that I'm going to deliver to you is an article about a... It's about a company, um, but a specific, okay. like, regional company thing. Um, I'm proposing to you the article of West Drifontine. <laughs> okay. Um, so... Have you got any questions to begin? Like, what what is what is it all about? What, Have you got anything you want to know? Where is it based? Um, West Refontaine is a company that yeah. is in South Africa. Okay. Um, and how many employees do they have? Now, this is this is the um, this is where there's a catch with this article. I need to. I think I'll do a bit of explaining here. West Refontaine is a gold mining company okay. that is no longer under that name um, and specifically that location. I'm not sure if they're still in that location, but this is the old name of a company which now is called um, Cybania Gold. Cyban okay. Gold? I call it Cyban Cyban Gold. There you go. That, that's, that's the convincing name I'll give yeah. you. Um... And um, they used to be one of the richest gold mining companies in the world, um, but the area got flooded, so it's no longer the richest. Oh. Yeah, so uh, it doesn't have any information about um, specific... um, It doesn't have any specifics on employees because it's not really... A company anymore. It's the it's the old name of the company before it was bought out, um, because I had to be because it was um, mm. flooded. Obviously, uh, there is a nice picture of a man um, stood in a bit of flooded cave. Okay. Um, Do you think the workers would have been very intelligent? Um, I'm not because... sure. I am looking through it, and it has. Um... Because I've got a bit of a joke that I'd like to say. <laughs> Actually, I think it has got it has got a number of employees here. Yeah. So my joke kind is, um, when someone said to one of the workers, "Have you been living under a rock?" They said, "No, but I've been working under one." <laughs> yeah. That is that is. I don't know why, but yeah. 
Yeah. So it's, this is, it's got some information. It's a difficult about one because you could you could be making this up. Well, I'm I'm saying West Driefontein or Driefontein is a South African gold mine. Yeah, but it could be, be it could be that all the facts are completely correct apart from it might be in like North Driefontein. I wouldn't go that sp- if I, if I was using another article and just reading that out, but I, I've got a different name of it. Then I think North Driefontein is a bit devilish of me to do, so I I, I wouldn't have done that. Um, no. But I might I might be li- I might be currently looking at an article which everything that I've said to you is correct, other than it's not called West Driefontein. Okay. So it's up to you. Am I telling the truth, or am I telling a lie about West Driefontein? I'm going to say you are truthing. I'm telling the truth. Yes. Okay. I'm going to read out the first few lines, but I'm obviously going to keep out the name of this article. So it's, whatever it's called, was a South African gold mining company belonging to the Goldfields Group, brackets, now Cybania Gold. It lies approximately 10 kilometres outside um, Carltonville, next to Blyvoritzig and East... Drefontaine. It used to be the richest gold mine before it was flooded. It is West Drefontaine. You are correct. It was yeah. the truth. Um, it does have... It's more like an area of the gold mine, but it is the company as well. It's really ambiguous, this article, because it's not very... Ambiguous. Not ambiguous, but it says population as of 2011, 2857. Racial hmm. makeup, 97% black African, 1.3% coloured... 0.4% Indian slash Asian, 1.2% white. Yeah. Um, and it does have this nice picture of this guy with the caption, Flood, flood levels, West Refontein Mine, South Africa. The Dolomite overlying the gold reefs host much groundwater, giving the mines flooding problems. Yeah. It's sort of north-ish South Africa. It's, it's a bit northeast. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's that's the article. It has got Cybania Gold as well. Let me look up that article. Cybania Gold. Or Sibony Gold. I don't know how to say it. Uh, largest individual producer of gold from South Africa and is one of the largest ten global gold producers. Oh, oh Cybania Stillwater now, apparently. Okay. They produce gold, palladium and platinum. Intriguing. Oh, 2018 accident. Power outage caused a poor weather result in nearly 100 miles being trapped underground. Whoops. 90, oh. ni- no, 955 were rescued after 30 hours as one of the lifts was restored. The incident had resulted in pressure from labour unions, including the National Union of Metalworkers South Africa for Mine Management, and to address safety concerns before it can reopen. Oh. Intriguing. That's a very unusual article for me to start with, but there you go. Um, yeah. So that's the first round. You've got a point. That's mainly how this game's going to work now that you've got an idea. So, Stuart, what article have you got for me? And I, and we're going to find out. Are you going to lie about it or not? We're going we're to see. You'll find out. I've got to, I've so, got to guess that. There's a man, and would you like to know his name? I'd love to know his name, please. Herman von Hemsholtz. Okay. And he was around in um, about the 1900 kind of bits. 
and um, he, not who you think he was exactly, because when I say 1900s, he was a uh, TV character. Oh, okay. And apparently, he was never sure whether he was grandpa or not. Oh. I don't know what that means. <laughs> he wasn't sure if his children were his children, but he pretended they were anyway. Oh, wait, so but, he's a TV character. So he's not a real person. Well, no. And his name's Herbert. No, it's not Herbert. It's Herman, Herman. Herman von Helmholtz. Herman. And okay. It's a, it's a German name, I believe. Yeah. But the character is in an American sitcom kind of thing. Would you telling me the sitcom name give it away? <laughs> yes. Hmm. Herman. Because it's like a, it's a German kind of adapting thing, and I think. Um. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not very strong on TV, let alone American sitcom from the 1900s. Um. How yeah. early was it? Um. It's black and white. Okay. And. So quite early. His character first appeared. The character first appeared in nineteen sixty four, and most recently appeared in two thousand and twelve. Okay. And um, one, two, three, four, five, six different people have played Herman von Helmholtz. Helmholtz. Hmm. Herman von Helms. Yes. And um, there's also a line here that says he was struck by lightning, which made him quite. Um, I lost the line. Where's the line? Because because it was played by so many different people, I'm starting to. Th- I've got I've got an idea that just seems like an intriguing idea to me, and it's Sesame Street. Mm. It's it's that kind of idea where it doesn't matter who's playing the character because it's a puppet. It's well, more like the voice behind it, and it. I don't know if it's too early, if it's sixty something. It feels too early, but then equally, or it could be like the Muppets or something like that. Hmm. A German Muppet. But but then but then equally, it would make sense if it would also be seen in twenty twelve. And I do feel like those kind of strange names, like a mm. German name, would be apt for a character's name in something like that. Herman von Helmholtz tries to speak with a cultured American accent, but this goes very wrong. Yeah, I'm quite... I'm feeling... I'm feeling confident that my kind of idea of what's going on is accurate, but the thing that I need to decide is, are you telling the truth about this or not? Um, Because equally, you could have just named a different character and picked out an actual German person who's probably some like music composer or something no. and just replaced the name of it. Um, the first but... person to play Hermann von Helmholtz was uh, Fred Gwynn in 1964. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you've given me too much information which is specific 
not in a bad way. Yeah. But you've given me a lot of names. You give me some statistics, and although you could, um, bluff those kind of names, um, I think you're telling the truth, Shirt. Are you telling the truth? No. You're not. Right. Should I tell you? Wow. Should I spill the beans? Yeah, go for it. I was uh, re- I um, got a German name, which was Ver- Hermann van Hemholt. So I've got two pages up, and I was telling you about the page on Hermann Munster from the Munsters. Oh <laughs> no! And uh, Hermann Ludwig Ferdinand von Helmholtz is actually a German psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Who made significant contributions in several scientific fields in 1821. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Yeah. Well, that's not a point for me. Sure, you're leading <laughs> one well. to one nil. You're up one for the first go. This is not a good start from me. Huh. Okay. All right, I've got I've got an article now. Okay. It's it's an intriguing one. I'm gonna see what you think. Yeah. We're gonna see if uh, you think I'm bluffing or if I'm telling the truth. Okay. Right. Today I'm going to give you the article about the cake theory. Okay. The cake theory is a theory of layers that are used for a cake, obviously, um, but it's the way in which taller cakes, like wedding cakes, how they should be stacked in terms of what type of cake it is and where those little metal skewers should be placed in order to make it easy to cut for a wedding, but also stable enough to be quite tall. Okay. Have you got any questions? Um. So it's a theory about cake layers. Yes. And it's about the architecture of cake. <laughs> to an extent, yes. So does it say anything about certain ingredients you need to use or any extra materials or um I can scroll down it's got it's got theories on specific cake types to read out uh, well don't read out to so summarize just one of them uh let's go to carrot cake because this one hasn't got a lot of text on it um oh this is why although not traditional for used in large stacking cakes as the carrot cake is dense it is best if it is used with over five skewers in encircling patterns with a main thicker central spike if adequate. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's that's carrot cake. And who I've got, I got some other ones. I got like Was there someone who sponge. was there someone who created this theory? Or is it just a this concept? Theory. Let's have a look. Um, it is a concept, although not traced back to one individual. Da, 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 da. What does it say here? It's thought to have first been an idea that came around in the 1930s. 
Okay. But it cannot be led back to one individual person. It's most likely that a single cake baker would have spread the idea of this through early books and because you do see people know. like there's a channel 4 program called extreme cake makers or something isn't there it, there is literally a whole tradition yeah. of how a cake should be made the ratios of ingredients and the way big cakes so like wedding cakes or show cakes should be presented and constructed in order to be stable and this is the cake theory which I guess explains that a bit Okay, I've got I've got a decision. Okay. I think you're lying because I just don't get the name the cake theory. So I'm going to say you're lying. You've got me again. It was a lie. Okay. Oh, what 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 what's, what were you actually looking at? Um, the cake theory, in terms of what I've described to you, is absolutely something off the top of my head. I'm not even looking okay. at an article. I know, it's it's what, it was the bit when you went out on this bit, da-da-da-da-da, and you just skipped over it, you know? It's like skim reading, it kind of just makes sense. Um, yeah. But the cake theory is a metaphor about economic development and the redistribution of wealth in the political discourse of China. Oh, it's like when Mary Antoinette says, let them eat cake. Kind of. So it's a, it emerged in 2010 as a problem with an increased wealth gap between... Um, oh, it doesn't say that. But it became more gradually apparent. Uh, if economic development is seen as analogous... I can't read that. Um, if it's seen as like baking a cake, one side of the debate suggests that the development should focus on dividing the cake more fairly, whilst the other says development should be focused on baking a cake that is bigger. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so it's basically saying the increase in wealth gap should be dealt with, but there's a conflict in what the decision is, whether it's better to divide what you've already got more evenly or just make the cake bigger anyway. Wait, so that's, does that mean I've got three points? No, you've got two points. I've got two points. Because um, no, you only get points if it's if you're guessing. Um, oh, okay. So you, you, don't, you don't get a point for... Guessing correctly on. Oh, no, okay. you don't. No, I I don't get a point oh, okay. for getting it wrong, but equally you don't get a point for convincing me the wrong way. Okay. So I'm I'm still on two, so I'm still good. Yeah. You you're still good, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, it's your go now, isn't it? So I am now on a page, which is the True Frog Family. Through frog family, okay. Yes, um, and they are stereotypically from uh, um, Romania, and they have very many systematics. Do you have any questions? Frog family, the true frogs. True frogs. So is it like the originating, the original original frogs? Well. Bread elsewhere. It's a version of the common frog. Okay. So, it's basically just a Romanian frog family. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, have you got any other information that you've got? Um, you know, there's all the bits like... Um, there's been generally de- dim-litted monophyletic group whatever that means. 
Gordon Malcolm's found oh, out God. about them. I don't like this because you're using long words that I don't know the meaning of, and you don't know the meaning of either. And so also, there's either... different there's different yeah. subdivisions of the rendezvous and the matter of dispute. Oh, I really don't like this article. There's, it's a cousin, I really have no It's a cousin clue. of the bicoloured frog. Because I feel like you're talking... You're, you're clearly reading an actual article, but it's deciding whether the true frog family is the name of it. And I just don't think that that's the name for something like that. So what are you going to really go for? I don't know. I don't know whether I just want to have a stab at it and decide. Ah, oh, this is annoying. Ooh. So it's just Romanian frogs, and they've got many different types. And they live in fun. British water. Oh, okay. Hmm. I am going to say... That on this occasion you're telling me the truth. Yes, how did you know? Yeah, winner. I get a point. Two one. Uh, Got one back. I, I was trying to put um, you off a bit by sounding a bit confused. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't think the name really seemed to make sense. I know that's why I chose time. it <laughs> to trick you. When you went through the article, I'm thinking what alternatives to that name exist, and. I think I might as well just go and say that it's true in that occasion. Um, so, yeah, that's what I went for. And there we go. I'm on the board. I've got a point. Yes. Yes. We're making making some progress. Um, you're still in the lead, though. A little bit annoying. Um, but I've got a new article for you here. Okay. This article is... It's an interesting one. I didn't know about this, nor did we really know much about anything, um, as we found out. <laughs> um, but my article is titled Klein Zankt Paul. Is that a person? And it's a place. Well, it's it's a specific building. It is the Austrian name for St. Paul Cathedral, or St. Paul's Cathedral. Ah, I do love St. Paul's Cathedral. Yes. The direct translation of it is small Saint Paul. Saint Paul, Paul. Yeah, Saint Paul. You pronounce it Paul because it's German name, but small Saint Paul is the direct translation of it. Um, I could just give you some information about Saint Paul's Cathedral now because it's just the name, the Austrian name of the UK landmark. Yeah. Um, but obviously, it's an Anglican cathedral. I, I know a lot there. about Saint Paul's Cathedral, so tell tell me some facts. Um, let's have a little look. So, it is, uh, it was built, well, it started construction in 1675, but completed in 1710. Um, it was paid for by special tax on coal. So, the general tax on the public would have increased a little bit, uh, on their purchases of coal at that yeah. time. Um... The current bishop is Sarah Mullally. Who who designed uh, it? It was designed by Sir Christopher Wren. 
Surveyor yeah. of the Fabric of St. Paul's Cathedral. It's an English Baroque-style cathedral. I'm trying to find some information on the Austrian... Ask, like the Aust- I don't know, the Austrian backgrounds of why it's called this. See, I thought you were completely lying, and then you said Christopher Wren, and now I'm questioning my decisions because I know for yeah. a fact that's right. Because <laughs> it's basically like I've gone... I, I don't know, because usually you'd find an article like this if you went on a German... Like the German Wikipedia, not the English one. Yeah. But, I don't know, I just... I found it. So, it, it's basically just... Klein Saint uh, Paul is... In a direct translation of small St. Paul is the Austrian um, name of the British Cathedral, English Baroque-style St. Paul's Cathedral. That's literally this whole article. (laughs) It's not a good article, to be fair. Okay. I'm going to go for you're saying the truth. That's what I'm going to say for. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer of today. You've been fooled! Yes, you've been fooled. Why'd you put in Christopher Wren? That tricked me. Well, I've got the actual St Paul's Cathedral article up as well, but not Klein St Paul is nothing to do with St Paul's Cathedral. Um, Klein St Paul is a town in the district of Sankt Veit and der Glan in the Austrian state of Carinthia. No, Um, what? Is it because... Did you know Christopher Wren? That's why you put it in there. um, I knew that anyway, but... I've got St Paul's Cathedral Wikipedia page open as well as reference oh. for the lie. Um, but yeah. Klein St Paul lies in the central Gorschaitz Valley, about 36 kilometres northeast of Klagenfurt. That's very interesting. The, the mayor of Klein St Paul is Gabriella Dorflinger. Okay. And it's got a total population of 1,820, which is less than that one gold mine company. Okay. Uh, yeah, very intriguing. Postcode, area code, it's got a website. Oh. Well, I don't know why I'm so uh, surprised by that, but you know. Total area, 68.58 kilometres squared or 26.48 squared miles. It's in the south of Austria, so it's close to bordering... Slovenia, I want to say, which actually makes sense because next to the name it has a Slovenian translation of Mali Sent Pavel or something like that. Sloven mm. also is a Slovenian country spoken spoken by Slovenians. Da, 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 da. Yeah, intriguing. Okay. Um, yeah. So, are you. Communities. It's got a lot of things on here. Are you um, reading? I'm as ready as I'll ever be for your so final article. So, I did decide to choose a museum in the end. Okay. Right. And it is the Icelandic Phallological Museum. Okay. Alright. The Icelandic Phallological Museum is all dedicated to different works of art. And it um, was actually... The collection started in the 1990s... But the museum didn't open until 2010. Okay. And it was all don't most most of the collection was donations, because they're like, oh, we have no money, so they asked for donations and they got them. Fair enough. Hmm. What's the name of the article again? 
Do you mean the museum? Yeah, well, the Icelandic yeah, the museum phallological the museum. Fallow what? Phallological. Phallological. Yeah. Hmm. Because I was gonna, I did have the idea that if it was phallological, it's like foliage, and that's plants, and then. If it's paintings, then that doesn't make sense. But it's phallological, which mm. kind of screws that idea up. Um, hmm. Yeah. Constru- well, first, first gathered paintings in 1990, opened in 2010, received it's, it's a popular tourist attraction with thousands of visitors a year and has received international media attention. Hmm. Including has it got including, has it got an Icelandic name? No, it's, okay. it's in uh, half not Torg Reykjavik, Iceland. Half Torg or something like that. Yeah, and also there's a documentary about where well, this place features called "The Final Member." Hmm, that's intriguing. It's all to do with artwork and all the different... It seems to have a really good collection of art. This is intriguing. I've been to Iceland, and I haven't heard of this place. Um, But then again, we weren't in Reykjavik for long, and we only went to um, the big cathedral, which I'm pretty sure is called, like, Halgrimskirka or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Halgrim's Girkia. Okay. Yeah. And that's in that's in Reykjavik. And then we also um just went shopping around there. So we haven't really been um looking at museums kind of things. Um hmm. So have you got a decision? I really have no clue on this. Obviously, it's a capital city, so it's going to have museums. Yeah. Potentially more than one, and more specific ones than others. Um, hmm. This is for the win as well. If if I get this wrong... Uh, wait, have I got the points the wrong way around? <laughs> I've got two, you've got one. If you get this right, yeah. you get a point. If you get this wrong... Yeah, I need this for to, a tie. And then we'll have to have a tiebreaker. But, yeah, we will. But for now, um, what are you going to? I don't to? want to go off of the knowledge that I haven't heard of it. Okay. Um, but it's all I've got to go off of, so I'm going to say you're telling a lie here. Well, it's a lie, but not a complete lie. Yeah, it's tied up. We're going to need a tiebreaker. So now. I was telling you about the Icelandic Muse- Museum of Design and Applied Art. But the Icelandic Phallological Museum is a collection of over 300 uh, penises. Oh, that makes sense (laughs) now. (laughs) Oh, that makes sense now. From over 100 species of mammal and their logo is just a giant penis. (laughs) Phallological. Oh, it adds up now. Oh, I'm so stupid that I didn't even notice that. Oh, that's... Oh, that's, that's... That is a good article. Um, <laughs> I'm glad I've I got that right though. Wow, I'm actually They've that makes got sense. Got human that I ones heard in there. Ugh, that's grim. <laughs> right, I need to think of. We need to find a new article now. 
And there was a, there was a documentary made about the Phallological Museum uh, called The Final Member. Oh, okay. Right. Um, oh, we have to find another one now, don't we? Do both of us have to find an article? Or is it like, if I find an article and then whoever gets it right will get a point? Or, get, know. You, know, you know what I mean? Hmm. Should I get an article? Yeah. Or should you get an article? I don't mind. What do you want to do? Um... I'll try and find an article. Uh, I'm gonna go for. I'm gonna go for this because I, I already know of its existence. Right. Today, I have got a very interesting article for you. Um, whether I tell the truth or not, if if I tell the truth and you think I'm lying, then I win. Um, or the other way around. Yeah. Um. But if you if you get it right, if if I'm telling the truth and you think I'm telling the truth, or if I'm telling a lie and you think I'm telling a lie, then you will win overall. Um, but as long as it's not the same, then I will win. Okay. okay. But if I get it right, then I win. Yes. Oh. So today, I prevent uh, I present you the article of the toast sandwich. Right, before you start, before you even start, I've heard of a bread sandwich, which is two pieces okay. of bread, buttered, you put a piece of bread inside, and I think it's a stupid idea. But, <laughs> so, uh, is the toast sandwich the same thing, but you have toast in the middle, or is it all toasted? It is a piece of toast in between two pieces of buttered and untoasted bread. So just plain okay. bread, butter, and then a one piece of toast in the middle. Yeah, okay. Um, do you want some more articles? Or yeah. some more... Um, oh, oh, we've got more than one article there, Adam. No, 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 I just got one, sorry. More information, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Um, it is often heavily buttered, apparently. Uh, a recipe from 1861 also recommends to add salt and pepper to taste. Right. Um, from the UK, main ingredients are bread, toast, butter, salt, pepper, and cumin. Um... It has a food energy rating of 330 calories, or kcal, so that's not more calories anyway. It's been found in a Victorian recipe cookery book called The Book of Household Management by Isabella Beaton. Okay, so there are... The sandwich may be varied by putting a little pulled meat or very fine okay, slices okay, of Okay, okay, stop there the for a toast. moment. The, the, people do do weird things, like you can have a pure, like a mustard sandwich or a ketchup sandwich, and my yeah. I have actually had a ketchup sandwich when I was younger, and I have no idea why. Oh, okay. So on that pure fact that people do stupid things, I'm going to say that that is true. And we have a winner. The winner is... Stuart Tall. Yeah. Oh. It was a real article, yeah. Um, it's, it's so stupid. Bread bread sandwiches, toast sandwiches, they don't make sense. Like, I don't I don't even understand why the Big Mac has a bun in the middle. Yeah. Maybe, like, maybe, you, could, maybe you could have one on your way to the Phallological Too Museum. Bread. Oh, God. <laughs> Actually, you wouldn't be able to have a Big Mac on your way to the Icelandic Phallological Museum. Why not? Because Iceland has zero McDonald's. Why? Because uh, they're too healthy of a country. Oh. And they want to stop the Americanization of the world. Well, they, s- they sell Greg's frozen food in their shops, in their UK shops. No, not that Iceland, you <laughs> the country. Um, Iceland does have 
pizza places though, like Domino's, Papa John's. They probably have a KFC, but they just have zero McDonald's. Yeah. Hmm. So. 2011 publicity. In November 2011, the toast sandwiches was recreated by the Royal Society of Chemistry in a tasting almost 150 years after the release of Beaton's Book of Household Management. The society sought to revive the forgotten dish in wake of the Great Recession after calculating the cost as low as 7.5p per sandwich. They named it as the country's most economical lunch, offering £200 to whoever could create a cheaper meal. Due to an overabundance of submissions, this offer was closed seven days after, seven days later and the £200 given to a randomly selected entrant. Okay, so we're at um, huh. about 44 minutes, aren't we? Right? And yeah. we've got about five minutes to fill and I've got an idea. Okay. Let's play another short game, but a sh- like a short game, okay? Okay, before we do, before we do, yeah. I've got one final section on this bread sandwich, or this toast sandwich, sorry. Okay. Because I like the subheading of it. Heston Blumenthal. Okay. In Heston Blumenthal's restaurant, The Fat Duck, 12 toast sandwiches are served as a side dish to the Mad Hatter's Tea Party, uh, a main course inspired by Alice in Wonderland. Blumenthal's recipe for the toast sandwich involves bone marrow salad, egg yolk, mustard, gastric, mayonnaise, and tomato ketchup. Hmm. Okay. So, would you like okay. to know about my game? Yes. It's, it's a game that is played game. very often, and it is called Three Words. You, oh, okay. You can, it's, one of the, it's literally the game where you take turns, you have to create a story, but you can only say three words at a time. So it's, you say three words, I continue the story with my three words, yeah. and it goes back and, and forth. Um, this is going to go badly, yeah. isn't it? And also, um, I'll choose the title, which is a... Uh, I'll, I'll call it A New Year's Day. A New Year's Day, okay. So you, you, I think you should start, yes. Okay. Twas the day... Before New Year. And all through... The pool, uh, house. Every swimmer saw. Um. Uh, Mr. G's arms. Which were holding. A very large. Um. Oh, rubber ring with. Extra marmalade on. Um, the top of. Um, his buttery nose. <laughs> Tomorrow they will. Get excited about. All the fun. When they are. Going back to. The deep dark swimming pool lair. That that I think that ends up our story, doesn't it? Um, it's a bit of a strange story. Uh, but See, yeah, they don't, they don't is... tend to be very long. These stories, but they tend to be a bit odd. They don't. They don't seem to be very good. <laughs> what? What was so? What was the concept of that story? We were at a swimming pool, and Mister G was there with a buttery nose and big arms. Yeah, and his rubber ring with Mar- what was it marmalade, marmalade, on, marmalade it. on it? Yeah, marmalade on it. And then the day after, they'd go back to the swimming pool's dark lair. <laughs> Apparently. And 
we do have item of the week, but before we get to that, I have one more thing. Do you like okay. do you like tongue twisters? I do like a good tongue twist. Eh, tongue twister. Tongue twister itself is a tongue twister. Okay, I'm going. Yeah, to I do s- like. I do like. I'm going. Have you got to your uh, Discord up so I can send you a tongue twister? Okay. All right. And you have to say this five times. Five times. Yes. Okay. Let's see. Currently, all I've got is the picture of the Icelandic Phallological Museum. So, can, can um, you say this? I slit the sheet, the sheet I slit, and on the slitted sheet I sit. Okay. Do I have to do that five times? Well, do, do it twice more. Okay. I'll try and do it fast yeah. as well. I slit the sheet and sheet I slit and on the slitted sheet I sit. I slit the sheet, the sheet (laughs) I slit and on the slitted sheet I sit. Oh, that was very good actually. I've got a, it's less of a tongue twister, but you will mess up saying it if you haven't practiced it. And I haven't. And essentially what you do is... To the I don't know the name of this song, but it's to a tune of a specific song. It's it's not a pop song. It's not a new song. Um, but you say the numbers one to five, so you go one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. But the issue is is that you keep on saying it, but the verse doesn't end on the five, which means when you start the second verse, you're not starting with one, two, three, four, five. You're starting with like three, four, five, one, two. What? So do you want do you want to listen to me? Do yes. It? One two three four five. 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 One. And you keep doing that, and then eventually you come back to the normal one. Ah, okay, that sounds interesting. I don't know if you'll be able to do the tune, but it's literally uh, jelly on a plate. Yes, it is. It is jelly on a plate. Yeah. Not no, not Jenny. Jelly. Jelly. I said jelly. I thought you said I? Jenny. Jenny on a plate. <laughs> jelly on a plate. <laughs> Okay, let's see if you can do it. So one, one to five. I'll do it a bit slower first and see if I can get it. Yeah, yeah. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, one, two, three, four, five. No, you went, you went one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five. You need to get one, two, three, four, five. Oh. Wait, one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Right, I've done well up to this bit. Yes. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five. No, can you count? <laughs> no. One, two, three, four, five. 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 One, two, three. Yeah, he's got oh, it. I did it. He's got it. Uh, but then you also just keep on doing that. So do you, do you want me to do the whole thing? Yes. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, and then you finish on that it's nice but how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood that is that is a good question. What I like doing is I also like changing the um, the words wood and chuck to to something else. So it's like I change it to stew eat or something. So it's um, how much um, how much stew could stew eat eat if stew eat could eat stew. Oh, okay. I've I've I've, I've got one that. more tongue twister that I'm gonna try. 
I've heard it before. Okay. And I, I, I think I'm good at it, but I always get it wrong. So I, I'm going to try and get it right. Okay. So, uh, Betty Botter had some butter, but she said this butter's bitter. If I bake this bit of butter, it would make my batter bitter. But a bit of better butter, that would make my batter better. So she bought a bit of better butter than her bitter butter and she baked it in her batter and the batter was not bitter so it was better betty butter bought the bit of better batter <laughs> i got it right that time well done yeah that, that's talent that is talent that is hmm. <laughs> okay uh should we move on to our item of the week item um, of the week what do we have a song for it yet no i i really wish we had a jingle for the item of the week yeah um but currently, I don't have anything. Um, I could get something in the works if we really want to, but... Um, oh, I do like the works. They sell yeah, some really not, good not yet. things. In the works, yeah. <laughs> well, talking about the works, actually, I've got something you could probably buy in the works. Oh, okay. Um, as my item of the week. I am presenting you today the artist's wooden human model sketch mannequin thing. Those little wooden, Ooh. small, like, about ten inch tall figures where you can like move their arms and limbs around to put them in a pose so that it's easy for drawing uh, a human body in scale yeah you can also get ones of like hands so i've got i've got one of a hand right now which i bought specifically i think i bought this at the tape modern actually and i bought it specifically because it's like quite creepy and if i put <laughs> a long sleeve shirt on i can use it as my actual hand and then people get creeped out um, that is but yeah it's one yeah. of those wooden mon- uh, wooden mannequin things that some people paint straight onto. I don't know why, because that's not what you're meant to use them for. But um, it's mainly used for like your sketches, so you can get the scaling of um, body parts correct. Yeah. Hmm. I like this, but how yes. much do I like it? So, what are the rankings yeah, on the wall? The I remember, but do the viewers go on go through them? For the viewers, the best rank is top tier. Then you've got pretty good tier. Then you've got bang average tier. You've got quite disappointing tier. And finally, you've got the get in the bin tier. You know what? So I really like it, but I have been a bit generous over the few last few times. It makes sense. And I like it. It's good. Would I get one? Maybe not. Maybe I'd put a face on it. I don't know. Something like that. So mm-hmm. today, it will have to go into the bang average. That's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yes. That is, it's it's not it's not a good result for me, but it's it could be a lot worse yeah. for me. We have so. not had anything in get in the bin yet, so that's actually a very good sign. We haven't. We we've both put in some good things. Um, maybe by the time we hit episode twenty, we'll be a bit dry of ideas, yeah. and maybe something might creep in there, or maybe we'll have to be a bit harsher with each other. Yeah. But there we go. Bang average for me. This and and week. you'll see the um, the uh, updated tier list. Yes, uh, I will add the two items uh, to that tier list, which you can see on the Instagram account, at Podcast. Make sure to check us out. You'll have all the sneak previews, polls, and the tier list will be on there, so you can find out what we've ranked and where. So I will add the two new rankings of um, what we had last episode, which is what you brought in, and also this wooden mannequin model figure thingy. Um, I will put that on. Obviously, if you want to find out what the item was from last week, if you or last episode, sorry, if you didn't listen, then go listen to it. Yes. Episode seven is right there for be, you. Be just, chronological. It's, it's, un- it's literally underneath. You should be chronological. Well, you don't have to be chronological, but if you are chronological, 
it'd make things a lot easier. Yeah. Um, but if not, that episode's there, as are all the rest of our episodes, including um, our guest special with Matthew, Matthew Ma- Schultz. Matthew Schultz. And we've also... Ma- Ma- Matthew, Matthew Schultz. Cashew nuts. And... Uh, ca- Cashew Schultz. <laughs> and... Um, and the Christmas special as well is on there. Uh, obviously, this is a New Year's special. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure how much I can make this seem like a New Year's special. Um, I was going to have a fancy a fancy picture again, isn't it? Yes, the fancy picture is probably the most uh, New Year's special this episode is going to be. That's the most special that this episode is. Yeah. Um, also, you can listen to our podcast on many different sites, as per usual, but you can find every single link on anchor.fm, which is easiest, really, and that link specifically is at the bottom of our Instagram bio. Um, but specifically, the sites you can listen to are Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, iTunes, and many more that I can't remember, hence why I don't mention them. Okay. Um but that's all we've got time for, Stuart. Oh, but I wanted to listen to more and play more games, but I guess we'll have to wait till next New Year, or Easter, or yeah, something. We've got to wait until next year. We've got to wait until next year before we have another episode. That's such a No, no. Time. Oh, yeah. That is such a time. <laughs> Me secretly planning not to record an episode until 2022. <laughs> uh, that's, that's all from us today. I've been Shmeed. And I have been Stu, and I still currently am Stu, so that's good. Yeah, and I'm still currently Schmid. It's quite nice. Yeah. Quite happy with myself. Yes. Alright, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.